The Injured Senior Podcast is here to help. Like it or not, the senior and elderly population is vulnerable to negligence committed by medical professionals, nursing homes, assisted living facilities, pharmaceutical and medical device companies, insurance companies, and everyday individuals and businesses. Your host, Steve Heisler, creator of the National Injured Senior Law Center, has been advocating for seniors' rights for over 30 years and is bringing you answers to your questions. This is the Injured Senior Podcast. This is Steve Heisler, and we are talking about failure to diagnose and misdiagnosis of cancer. You're listening to the Injured Senior Podcast. So, is the failure to diagnose and misdiagnosis of cancer medical negligence or medical malpractice? Now, every case has its own unique set of facts and circumstances. There is a standard of care that doctors and medical professionals must comply with as far as their patients are concerned. That standard of care is the level of skill, expertise, and care possessed and practiced by physicians in the same or similar community and under similar circumstances. So doctors should be doing what the top doctors in their specialty are doing. Sometimes, even when seemingly observing the standard of care, doctors get it wrong when diagnosing cancer. Dr. Dennis Holmes, a breast cancer surgeon, gives an example of a lady who was diagnosed with breast cancer from two hospitals. So she went to the first hospital, was diagnosed with cancer, went to second hospital, and they supported what the first hospital said, stuck with the, uh, the breast cancer diagnosis. Now, as a result of this diagnosis, she underwent 20 rounds of chemotherapy and then found out that the breast cancer was actually non-cancerous. She had a needle biopsy at the second hospital. However, the report from the hospital said there were unusual or atypical features in the needle biopsy sample. And the fact that there was an atypical or abnormal finding should have resulted in a repeat biopsy or removing the lump prior to her having to undergo the chemotherapy. But that never happened. So while the hospital seemingly observed the standard of care by initially doing a needle biopsy, had they paid more attention to the report, they would have recognized that something wasn't right, again, because the report said there was something atypical or abnormal in the biopsy, and more testing needed to be done. Now, maybe the hospital did acknowledge that something additionally needed to be done, but either neglected to do so or forgot to do it. And if that was the case, in my opinion, that would indicate medical malpractice. And this poor lady suffered through 20 rounds of needless chemo as a result. So there it seemed like that the first two hospitals followed the standard of care because they did a needle biopsy, which is the standard when somebody comes in with symptoms or signs of breast cancer. But the standard of care also would have required them to analyze the biopsy report. And as a result of some words in there that would jump off the page, such as abnormal or atypical, 
they should have gone one step further and either repeated the biopsy, they could have done a biopsy with a longer needle, whatever the standard of care is, but looks like they breached the standard of care after that. So the standard of care is not just, you. well, you do the standard of care for part your job. It should be for 100% of your job. So it's not always clear if the standard of care has been met by a medical professional, but you should always make sure you talk to a medical malpractice attorney and have it investigated. If you think that your cancer diagnosis was delayed or was misdiagnosed or was not diagnosed at all, you should have an attorney take a look at it because that's what medical malpractice attorneys do. Now, here's an example of a failure to timely diagnose lung cancer. This is a very sad story. This was reported in the American Association of Justice magazine. Now, this gentleman had a history of smoking. He had five chest x-rays at a VA medical center from July 2012 to November 2014. In January 2015, He gets another chest x-ray at a different facility. That x-ray showed evidence of a HILAR, H-I-L-A-R, mass, which is confirmed by a CAT scan. A biopsy was then done, which showed metastatic lung cancer. Uh, The man died 15 months later. In this case, the radiologist at the VA Medical Center clearly didn't pay proper attention to the x-ray, which certainly revealed the mass on his lung. That, my friends, is medical error. And as a result, he died. So folks, here's the bottom line. You don't want to have a case for medical malpractice for failure to diagnose or misdiagnosis or delayed diagnosis. If you have a case for that, That means that something really, really bad has happened to you, and you could be one of those 40,000 people a year who die from medical malpractice. If you are skeptical about what a doctor tells you regarding a health issue you have, and you suspect cancer, always get a second and third opinion to make sure that the original diagnosis or lack of diagnosis is accurate. Always get that second or third opinion. Again, you don't want to have a medical malpractice case. You know, if if they fail to do something, you could get a financial recovery for your harms or losses. But what good does that do you if it's going to cause you to die or be debilitated for the rest of your life? So look out for your health. Always, always question what a doctor tells you because it could cost you your life. Feel free to contact me should you believe you've been harmed by a failure to diagnose or misdiagnosis of cancer. That's it for today, my friends. Stay well, be safe, and I will talk to you next week. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Injured Senior Podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, please rate, subscribe, review, and share on Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. Connect with us at InjuredSeniorPodcast.com and sign up for our newsletter. To find out more or to get help at any time, visit InjuredSeniorPodcast.com or call 855-622-6530. That's 855-622-6530.